and welcome to Making Better Bites, a bite-sized podcast about all things family nutrition. My name is Adrienne, and today we are going to be discussing what you should do when your kids won't eat anything at mealtime. Hello and welcome back. I hope that everyone has had a wonderful week and looking forward to going into a great weekend. I know I am excited for this weekend. I don't have too many updates on my life. I've just been trying to get everything still together and organized, living in a new house. There's just so much that comes with that. So just been doing that a lot lately. Um, But after my podcast from last week about kids and not pressuring them during mealtime, I got a few questions from people who were listening. And um, one of those questions is, what do you do though when you come to a mealtime and your child just doesn't want to eat anything and they they don't eat anything that's offered to them is it a problem is it a concern should i make them something else lots of questions regarding that and so um i thought that was a really great jumping off point to go ahead and to discuss today so um i think i'm just gonna go ahead and jump on into it So a lot of the problems that I do see when it comes to uh, mealtime and reasons perhaps your child is not eating at a meal, um, I think one of the biggest ones for kids is they're eating too many snacks throughout the day. And so they simply just don't have an appetite because they're always like munching on something and you don't realize how small a child's stomach really is and that they don't need regular snacks and food all day long um, that can really affect their appetite and whether or not they desire to eat. <clears throat> and same for um, like having too, too many snacks during the day. It can also be a problem if they're having too many drinks during the day. And um, I know a lot of kids drink a lot of milk and a lot of juice and maybe soda, um, depending on your child's age, whether or not you let them to have that. And those beverages, while they are just a drink, um, things like those examples, other than water, do have calories in them. And so they can be really filling for a child, especially if they're sipping on them all throughout the day. And it can also lead to an effect in their appetite. Um, Not that kids can't have any drinks that have calories to them, but it's most important to mainly focus on water um, as their beverage. And then uh, the other reason that kids might be struggling during mealtime to eat is that they might be distracted during mealtime. Maybe they have an iPad in front of them or they have a sibling that's distracting them or television, whatever it may be. There's lots of distractions, especially if your kids are pretty little, they're easily distracted. So that can be another problem with getting them to focus on eating because maybe they just really, really want to go play and they want to get back to what they were doing and that was interrupted for them to come and sit down. Uh, Another thing that's not necessarily a problem, but that could be viewed as like why your child might not be eating. So if you If your kids are a little bit older and maybe you're new to following some of the tactics that I've discussed, like the division of responsibility and not being a short order cook and 
you know, maybe before you always like bribed your child to like, if you eat this, then you can have dessert. Or if you don't eat this, then you don't get any dessert. And you're trying to have a shift now in your mindset around food, which awesome. That's great. Stick to it. You will be happy in the long run that you did. But it can be really difficult for kids to accept and understand the change. And it can definitely take time for them to do so. And kids are smart no matter their age, even if they're only two, they remember the patterns. And so it's going to take time for you to break those previous patterns. Um, So perhaps if you're new to this, then um, when you are having a child that won't eat, it could be that they are trying to hold out for dessert or something they view as better because in the past you would have cooked them anything that they wanted at a mealtime. So just maintain consistent um, that with the changes that you've made and what you want to do as a parent going forward. And while it might be a struggle in the beginning, it won't last forever and your kids won't just not eat at all. Um, And I, I know a lot of parents that you really worry about your kids and their appetites and you worry about their growth and whether or not they're eating enough for how much they're growing. And, um, Really, a child's growth rate shouldn't be overly concerning unless, um, like, the rule of thumb is if they cross over major growth chart lines, and even then, the child growth charts aren't always accurate for what your child is doing and growing, so I just wouldn't stress too much because it would take a lot for your child's growth to be concerning, and even when you go into the doctor's office If it's just once a year, you never know at what point in your child's growth that they might be. So maybe at the moment they're really um, growing taller and so they're slimming out and so it looks like they're not gaining enough weight Um, or they are on the verge of a growth spurt and they've been eating more recently and their weight might be a little bit higher than it usually is. So really just try not to stress too much because um, while a child's growth is important, Most of the time, they will eat and not let themselves go hungry and their bodies know what they need. Again, a majority of the time. And that doesn't happen all the time. Of course, speak with your healthcare providers, your doctors, your personal dietitians for any abnormal or um, not common like growth patterns that you're seeing or that you might be concerned about. But it's also important to remember that even if you had older kids that grew a certain way, that doesn't mean that your younger kids will follow the same pattern um, because every child is individual and different and their appetites and growth is all going to be different. So from going from that, you might be wondering what are some things you can do specifically that will help your child to be uh, more likely to eat at a mealtime when you are serving them food. So the first thing is maintain consistent with meal and snack times. And this always goes back to that the parents decide when the child is going to eat because you know when it's appropriate for them to be eating and having a breakfast, lunch, and dinner and one or two, maybe even three snack times in there depending on how active your child is, you know their hunger and how much they typically eat. Um, But having those consistent times, then they know when to be expecting to eat and um, it will help their hunger to regulate and then they 
basically know what to expect. Um, and then the next thing is with the beverages. So a lot of people don't know how much milk or juice their kids should be eating. They hear that milk is great for strong bones and growth for your child, but really your child only needs 16 to 24 ounces of milk in a day. And that can include all dairy products such as cheese, cottage cheese, yogurt, and uh, regular milk or flavored milks. So they really only need two to three cups depending on their age. And anything more than that is excess. And they don't have to get that much every day if your child isn't a huge milk drinker. But that should be the top amount that they're drinking, basically. If you are a family that consumes milk. If you do non-dairy products, that can be something I touch on another time. Um, or maybe just I'll make a post about it on Facebook, how to know how much for your kid to drink and what non-dairy products are good to select that will still aid in your child's growth. Um, but the rule of thumb should still be the same on how much of it they're drinking. So I wouldn't offer them still any more than 16 to 24 ounces in a day, even if it is soy milk or whatever you offer. Um, the next thing is the juice. Like I said, uh, kids really don't have to drink juice. Um, it can be helpful um, if they are constipated. Sometimes you might want to give your kid juice, but even then the reason that helps is because of all of the sugar uh, that you are giving them. It's a high concentration of sugar. And then when that goes into their intestines, then you're body adds extra water and then it helps them to go to the bathroom um, but it can also be good for vitamin c for them to drink the juice if they don't have another source of vitamin c but if your child drinks not drinks if your child eats fruit and other foods that have vitamin c in them like bell peppers then they don't need to be drinking the juice every single day if you don't want to offer your child juice at all there's no harm in that, but no more than four ounces, which is half a cup in a day for your kids. And then again, the soda. Um, I don't think it's terrible if your kids drink some soda. I'm not going to say never offer it to them. If that's something that your family does, it's okay. I would just limit it. Definitely no soda under the age of two because that's just excess sugar that they definitely don't need. But the older they are, the better just so they don't get used to that sweet flavor and always expect it out of their foods and their drinks. Um, but still, it would not be an everyday item that I would offer. And I would just limit that again to really not even a full can if you can. Um, another thing that would help with the distractions is making sure that you're sitting at the table as a family and um, not have any electronics going uh, you don't want to have the TV on in the background or anything like that. Sit together as a, at the table as a family, which has a lot more health benefits than simply just not having any distractions. But having no distractions is also a good reason to get your family sitting together at the table for mealtime. Uh, it can help for your kids to learn how to eat and increase their appetite and you can have conversations at the table. There's just a lot of good things that come from sitting together at the table to eat your meals. So I would highly encourage that. And if you have a little one that has a hard time sitting down and staying focused for that long, um, 
I'll go ahead and give you a few tips because I know that can be a major struggle with getting your kids to the table. Um, Let's say if you're getting ready to serve dinner and it'll be ready in like five minutes or 10 minutes, maybe give your child who's playing or doing another activity some forewarning like dinner is going to be ready in this many minutes just so they know what's coming and they don't take it as hard when it's time to stop playing or whatever activity they're doing. So setting the expectation that the meal time is coming in a certain amount of minutes and then making your child's plate before they get to the table so that it's all ready for them and setting their like placemat and their fork and their drink and all of that. And they can participate in that as well, but just making sure that their food and things are ready before they actually sit down. Um, that way that they don't get antsy and tired of sitting before you serve them. And then once everything is ready and on the table, then bring your child to the table. And I would say if this is all new to you, um, setting a timer for one minute and say, okay, you have to stay at the table for one minute and work your way up higher and higher every day, adding another minute until they're able to sit still and aiming for them to sit for at least the number of minutes that goes with how many years old they are. So if you have a five-year-old child, work your way up to them sitting there for at least five minutes. And that way they at least are there for a certain amount of time and focused. And then after that, they're welcome to get up from the table until you have that family time of sitting at the table together and everybody becomes used to it. Um, And then making sure that when you are having a meal, you include loved foods or liked foods at mealtime. This is especially true if you have picky eaters or if you're worried about someone that might not be eating. Always have something at the t- on the plate that you know that they will eat because not only will that ensure that they at least ate something, but it also increases their chances after eating that for them to eat the other foods as well. So an example of this could be that your child loves pasta and you know that they love pasta, but that night you're having like grilled chicken and um, roasted veggies. You could also serve alongside um, a pasta salad and then they at least have the noodles that they can eat. And if they don't want the stuff that's in the noodles, fine, but at least there's some pasta there. Or... um, If you are having chicken as a family, I think I just used chicken as my last example, sorry, but if you're having grilled chicken and um, peas and, I don't know, a sweet potato, and you really want your child to start liking regular chicken, but they're not there yet, go ahead and make them one or two chicken nuggets, but still put a bite of the regular chicken on their plate as well and perhaps they will try it so that is another tip is making sure that the foods that they don't like and or are new to them and unfamiliar only give them one bite only give them a small piece or serve it in a novel way with their favorite dip or put it on a toothpick or something fun for them that makes it a little bit more interesting than just a food that you know that they hate sitting on the corner of the table on the corner of their plate sorry um 
So that should help to increase their chance. And it might not do it the first time. It might not do it the first 10 times that you try. But just again, as always, remain consistent and know and remember why you are doing what you're doing and that you want your child to have their best chance at being healthy as possible and having a good relationship with food and your family having a good relationship with food. So these are things that you can do to help your child have a better chance at eating at mealtimes in case you have times where they don't eat, which can be possible and it can be okay. They don't have to be hungry every single time, all the time. But if it's something you regularly struggle with or feel concerned by, go ahead and give these tips a try and again, maintain consistent. So as always, you can find me on Instagram at Better Bites underscore RDN. Head there so that you can participate when I ask questions or polls and to learn more information that can help you and your family to make better bites. Mm-hmm.